All right. Hello. Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. And if you are listening on Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio Network, well, we're glad to have you here. Thank you, Chicago. Thanks for jumping on, Jake. Uh, I texted him a little earlier, listeners, uh, because uh, it is both my daughter's birthday and my wedding anniversary, so they, we have things to do today with my family. Oh, happy anniversary and uh, happy birthday to your daughter. Yeah, we always we always forget the former for the latter. We always uh, give the daughter the happy birthday and then like <laughs> a little while later remember, oh yeah, it's also, also our wedding anniversary, so... <laughs> Well, let's jump right in, uh, Jake. Um, I heard a podcast on the first article I wanted to talk about. It might have been one of the later ones I sent you. Um, Where, 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 where? Ten House Republicans voted to impeach Trump. Ten. Every other Republican said, no, he didn't do anything wrong with January 6th. Specifically voted to impeach him over January 6th. Every other one said, uh, no, no, Trump is awesome. He didn't do anything wrong. Well, but at least five of them decided to peach him for that haircut. What? Uh, yeah. No. Um, Democrats praised uh, the, the, the 10 and one of them, John Gibbs, is up for reelection in Michigan. He has worked with Democrats in the past on passing bipartisan legislation. He is not a Trumper. He is not a partisan hack. So he is one of the many Republicans that uh, Democrats spent $43 million to campaign against because Democrats are the stupidest fucking people in the world. The Democrats, the Democratic Party has spent $43 million promoting Trumper partisan hack far right candidates in the hopes that they can be defeated in the general election. They want Trump Republicans to win the primary so that Democrats can presumably win in the general. How bad do you think this is going to backfire and bite them in the ass? Pretty bad, man. I mean, I, I, I remember when he was running the first time, I was, I, I was even saying, like, kind of joking, but kind of serious. Like, look, if I lived in a swing state, I would switch to Republican <laughs> so I could vote for him because he's so fucking nutty that I, 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 I thought he'd lose in a landslide, you know? Um, like, like vote for him in, 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 the you mean Trump in general, you mean, yeah, yeah. Side candidates. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, it, because, you know, I, I, I was like, he's too fucking nutty, man. Like people ain't going to vote for him. And he, even still, I, 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 I think he wouldn't get elected just because of how he handled that, that situation with the last election it, it, that said, I was surprised before and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet $43 million on it. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the podcast I listened to said that Claire McCaskill in Missouri was the first Democrat to do this years ago. Um, she There were two Republicans running for the primary. Her campaign took out a small ad in support, kind of, of the crazy one. And then the crazy one did implode in the general election, and Claire McCaskill won. Uh, it was actually the candidate she beat was the Republican who said that a woman won't get pregnant if it is an actual rape. Do you remember that quote? 
Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the one that said, in a real rape, a woman can't get pregnant because the woman's body shuts it down. So if a woman gets pregnant, it must have been a fake rape. Um, I don't know how many years ago that was, but shit has changed. These Trump crazies have fans. Back then, you said something stupid like that, you lost the election. I think Democrats are fucking idiotic for what you just said, putting $43 million on the idea that a crazy won't get elected. I think they're going to fucking lose big and we're going to have election deniers and science deniers. And this is just the dumbest thing the Democrats have ever done. And they do a lot of stupid things because they're Democrats and they're stupid. Well, I, I see the point to do it. It was, it was kind of like I, I was talking to my dad the other day, you know, and he's uh He's he's like a Republican, but an old school. You know, likes John McCain, hates Donald Trump. Still, you yeah. know that that kind of thing. And uh, he was he was talking about how Republicans fucked themselves for the midterms with the Roe v. Wade thing, because he was like, most people are in favor of abortion, may not love it as much as many Democrats, the 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 you know more moderate conservatives, but they they also. They get that, hey, this is going to happen one way or another. You can have it happen in the clinics or happen in the Alex, that, that sort of thing. Um, they kind of stick to the old, the, the old uh, Democratic talking part of, uh, of, of what, what uh, safe, legal, and rare, yeah. that, that kind of thing. And, um, you, you know, as opposed to now where they're like, eight months is a woman's choice. She decides when it's a baby. If she wants to deliver it into an active volcano, you should not stop her, you Nazi. Right? Like that That seems to be, it seems to be the craziest people on both sides who get most of the media shine. Um, well, that said, they, that, that crazy on the right has kind of taken over and is now... Uh, uh, you know, spearheading legislation in 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 the more red states, and we kind of saw a, a prologue to this with with Kansas recently, where they they were like, "No, fuck that, we're putting that in their state constitution that uh, you, you know w women have the right to choose." May maybe not thirty weeks in, but um, you know they can get it at, at, at a reasonable time. Yeah, well, they they decided to keep it in the state constitution. They were trying to eliminate protections already in place, not add protections. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Kansas is a hopefully good bellwether. But um, fuck, you said something, and oh, I you, you said the crazies on both sides gets sides get the get the attention. I honestly, and I think we talked about this recently. I don't hear the left screaming for abortion at eight and a half months. I do hear the right screaming that the instant a sperm enters a woman's body, that woman has no rights. I right. hear that all over the place. I do not hear a push for. You don't really now. You don't as much now that now that Roe v. Wade's actually gone because I think you it, didn't it hear it much before. before. I don't. You, you would at least you would hear it getting pushed past twenty. There were states that were doing that. Yeah. But generally, for medical reasons, a lot of, I mean, any state past 20 wasn't saying, yeah, 20, that's fine, cool, nothing wrong with that. I, no, there was, there were slip-ups of governors and stuff, and, and yeah. honestly, I think they were mostly gaffes, like, they mm. were mostly, you know, them fucking up, but they, you know, they were basically saying that, that you, you should be able to choose up until the time of birth. I mean, you could, it, it would, it would get slipped, and it would get played on repeat. Um, on conservative outlets, like there was, there was, I think there was the governor of Virginia 
said hmm. something fucking crazy like that. Um, I, 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 I don't remember exactly what state, but I mean, this was years ago. Yeah, yeah. But Nothing that's recent. what the other side likes well, to. That's not what the left focuses on. They don't focus on their fucking nut jobs. It's the right that focuses. Right. On well, they have jobs. to because we have to focus on the nut jobs on the right. You right. you hear about Lauren Bobert and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene constantly, and Tom Cotton, and well, right. Uh, I can exactly. start naming a bunch. But there there are basically five or seven to ten shit faces on the right that the left screams about nonstop. Meaning there are you know in, in Congress. A hundred others that nobody talks about, and the Senate. What Ted Cruz? You got like five senators that get all the noise. Right, exactly. So, do you think? I, I guess that's the thing: is everybody's trying to say that Democrats are going to push abortion and nothing else to try and motivate people to get to the polls. Does it work? I think that works. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I'm not surprised they're dropping. They still suck. Inflation is still high. Uh, yeah, but the thing, A, inflation does go up and down. And it, 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 I, I would be willing to bet by November it's at least a little bit on the downslide, right? Even if it's not, that would have been a, a total winning topic for the Republicans. But uh, you have, you have the, the abortion thing, which is going to be huge now. You also have the gun thing, which, I, I mean, mass shootings, it seems like they're fucking happening more and more all the time. Yeah. And um, while, yeah, the, hey, let's put an assault rifle ban in, I, I think that's idealistic. I don't think it will work as well as the Democrats think it will. That, that said, when you get to the other side and get to hear what their sort of uh, uh, plans to, to stop these things instead of the assault rifle ban, it, it just gets fucking nutty. It's either nothing or let's give lunch ladies flamethrowers and grenades yeah. and shit. Well, I, I, there was a clip from uh, right after Uvalde, Texas. There was a clip of Ted Cruz, and I don't remember exactly what the, porter, the reporter asked him. It was a softball, though. The reporter said something, and I just remember clearly Ted Cruz, his response was basically, well, fuck the Democrats. The Democrats suck. The Democrats aren't going to do this. The Democrats, blah, blah, blah. And as he talked, all I could sit and hear was, you aren't saying what the Republican plan is. Right. All assholes like Ted do is they knee jerk into attacking Democrats. It's kind of like, yeah. and this it's sad that it, it got 74 million votes. If you remember in the 2020 election, the Republicans, and this was reported widely, they had no policies. They didn't put forth an economic policy. They didn't put forth, all they said was, fuck it, we're banking on Trump. Where If you love Trump, then you're going to vote for him. And the Democrats kind of banked on if you hate Trump, you're going to vote against him because I don't remember Biden coming forth with this is what I'm going to do to get jobs. This is what I'm going to do to fight COVID. This is what I just remember that 2020 was basically either love or hate Trump. So this election, I mean, it's almost what 2016 was too. Those last two elections were almost purely cultural elections. And I, I think really yeah. 2020, uh, Trump just got fucked by the fact that like, oh, he's been in office and we've seen how he handles a crisis. And it's going on right now. And he's dealing with COVID horribly. And the swing states are getting hit medically fucking hard in November, a lot of them. And I, I think that was the determining factor. And that's the problem with the American voter is our memory is so short that yep. it'll be interesting to see. And like you just said, inflation would be a win for the Republican Party if it remains high. But honestly, if gas goes below three bucks a gallon by November, 
people fucking forget faster than shit. We are a dumb goldfish nation distracted by squirrel. You know, it, it happens all too easily. Well, right. And, and I've, I've said this for a long time, but I, I think the president gets too much credit for when yeah. the economy's going good and takes too much shit for when the economy's going bad. I mean, like all of Europe, for the most part, is going through crazy inflation right now. This is not just an American thing. This is not just a Biden thing. So uh, this this thing where, oh, he caused it. That's that's crazy. Well, and also, I don't know if I follow Biden on Twitter. I get a bunch of tweets from people I don't follow in my feed like, you should follow. Uh, fuck. Lauren Bobert pops up in my t- feed a lot. Asking, but either way, Biden every month tweets up. Uh, unemployment is back down this many jobs added since I took office. And it's like, yeah, because you came in when everyone was unemployed. So of course that number could only drop. You would have to have had active policies trying to keep people out of work for that number not to drop. So yeah. Unless you were the president right before the movie Mad Max, it was going to go up. Right. (laughs) I mean, so like you say, he gets too much credit. He takes too much blame. It's a tone thing. And under Trump, the tone was bad. Under Biden, it's pretty fucking non-existent, which is what you want out of a president. I was going to say, there is no tone. Yeah, that you want a president is, hey, just to be forgotten. Fucking, dude, I, don't, I, I normally don't go full Infowars on shit. He did not have COVID this second time. He was having fucking senile. But there's no <laughs> way he got it that quick, right? He had it like two weeks prior. I'm telling you, he was going in front of podiums and shit in his pants. And they were like, oh, my God, COVID, you know, and they whisked him away for two weeks, filled him with crazy Joe Rogan drugs. Uh, that they bought off of onit.com and they're like, dude, hopefully he can fucking keep it together. Uh, if not, he's getting COVID a third time and we're going to get a body double and say, fuck it. Speaking of Infowars, I didn't send you uh, this article, but uh, 45 million punitive damages plus 4 million, so close to 50 million. Um, and he's still got two trials coming up. What do you think of that? I think he better start selling supplements fast. Uh, it's not going to go good for him. <laughs> he what, So I am not a legal scholar or a smart person in that order. Um, I, I'm both. What's your question? What ha- He's already declared bankruptcy. Like, so I don't know if you saw the article that said that at one point he was making 80 or $800,000 a month at the peak of COVID because so many people were listening to him. And he was screaming about Sandy Hook. Right. So they, they estimated he made $500 million or $50 million one year. I'm, I'm making these numbers out of my ass. But he has declared bankruptcy. Now, the parents' lawyer. Well, he bought a saying, tank. He bought a tank. He was going around Austin. It. He was like. Really? Well, he, the, <laughs> yeah, that can't be cheap. Well, the parents' lawyers are saying that he is hiding his money. Like he, he shuffled it all off and hid it and then declared bankruptcy. He's saying yep. he's really broke. So my question is. What happens to him next? If he cannot pay these settlements against him, does he go to jail or does he just like, well, I declared bankruptcy, so fuck you. And he just, I I think it's the same as OJ, man. I think um, he puts out a book 10 years from now called If I Really Believed Sandy Hooks Was a Hoax. Yeah. And they take (laughs) some of that money and it's just, you know, if you don't have the, you can't get blood out of a turnip, man. If he can't pay, he can't fucking pay. Now, if, 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 if they put a high, lien if, on him so he can never buy a mansion or i mean yeah it's it's gonna be the same kind of thing it's sort of like uh 
in in Goodfellas after that after that heist when Robert De Niro's yelling yeah, at the guys for showing up in new cars with, with yeah. the wives with fur coats and all this shit. It, it, it's sort of like that. It, it it it's like, hey man, you're gonna have to fucking live simple for a while, and then. Uh, I don't know, maybe 25 years from now, you show up. Hello, Twitter world. You want to hear what the deep state is up to? You, you could maybe... What do you think? Um, Him uh, and OJ should start a podcast. <laughs> Holy fuck. I we do should have them OJ on our on podcast. I do follow What's OJ up? on Twitter. <laughs> I guess... Um, Alex, you want to hear about conspiracies that the government faked, huh? <laughs> Let I me tell you about a you. guy named Mark Furman, yep, deep yep. state cop. Turns out the deep state hates interracial dating so much that they killed my ex-wife to frame it on me. They didn't do it with a celebrity who was currently sleeping with her. The, no, no, no. no they, they, they picked the guy from the, her past. Yep. I guess the thing, oh, uh, this is what I thought of a half a second ago. The thing that makes me sad is that there is still, I, I never understand how evil and stupid and wrong is successful, but uh, some fucking asshole out there donated $4 million in Bitcoin to Alex Jones. Um, Bitcoin fluctuates, so it's not going to be worth $4 million. It could go up, it could go down. But when you Same have thing so is, much money, If you would have donated six months prior, it would have been $8 million in Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. But what? how big of an asshole do you have to be to go, you know what, Alex Jones needs help. I'm going to help this human piece of shit. That makes you, I, I do not understand the world. If there Dude, was I, a God, people like that would not have four million to give away. Fuck that. I, that makes me kind of happy because I, I just, I wish I was a fly on the wall when, you know, his wife came home and was what ha wondering what happened to the nest egg. <laughs> she was like, I just saw the we lost four million from one of our accounts. Where did it go? Well, honey, um, <laughs> the Infowars.com guy needs our help. And, uh, you know, I got to figure out what's going on with the aliens who are running the Pentagon and all this shit. So I gave him not only our kids' college fund, but our kids' mansion fund, our <laughs> mansion fund. We could have done a lot with that four million in Bitcoin, especially once it spikes back up and turns into like 16 million in Bitcoin. Yes. But uh, Alex needs us. And dude, I, I still maintain he should be on more platforms just because he is so fucking nutty. If you listen to that guy talk, if you listen to that guy on those long ass Rogan episodes, he says so much nuttier shit. So the last one I heard him on, I think it was like it was like five hours long. He talked for the first 45 minutes was him trying to backpedal frantically on the Sandy Hook thing. I mean, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. like a year and a half ago. This was already this was already really fucking him over. And and like he saw this coming. Uh, I mean, it, it had gotten booted off of everywhere except for his own website. And so he was trying to frantically backpedal on the Sandy Hook thing. Oh, I never said it never happened. I just had people on with different opinions and blah, 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 blah right? So he then, from that 45 minutes, goes on to claim a whole bunch of even nuttier shit. Not, not as fucked up because it did involve like, hey, here's like dead kids that are faking it or whatever. Well, it's usually uh, interdimensional uh, just, pig human hybrids. 
Yeah, just shit like that. Yeah. Shit to where, like, metaphysically <laughs> speaking, it makes the Sandy Hook conspiracy so much more likely by comparison. You know, he's talking about interdimensional vampires running the government. Mm-hmm. He was talking about like a slave colony on Mars that the government's sending babies to. Why? 18 year t- trip. And when they get there, they're old enough to work at the slave colony. They're uh-huh. real thinkers. Hey, well, actually, actually, actually. actually. For a government that fucks up a lot, that's really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're pretty good, man. I, I mean, it. I know Except Joe they grew Biden up in zero gravity, style. so they have no bone density, so they're probably not good workers. I mean, there's a few holes in this theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's something that he said. He said that the that the Pentagon uh, uh, has generals there who communicate with interdimensional aliens daily who are secretly running the government and how do they talk to these aliens they smoke dmt yeah they show up in their class a's with all the medals and fucking shit on it and then they get really high on dmt and speak to aliens in a secret room in the pentagon and then they call the president and they're like yeah uh this is what zolktan uh says we should fucking do and i i mean you know it, okay. it, it just it goes on and on and on. They're well, serious question then. Serious question. Fucking nuts. How long before the NFL takes away Aaron Rodgers' previous two MVP awards because he obviously had inside information from aliens because of his uh, ayahuasca, uh, if that's how you say it, uh, trip in Peru, if you remember. He might have. He might. No, they won't take it away for that. They'll, they'll take it away because he didn't take the vaccine. Oh. Uh, they'll, they'll do it like two years from now when no one has COVID. Well, speaking of uh, girlfriends that are pissed because uh, you blew $4 million in Bitcoin to Alex Jones, I sent you one story, and the day after I sent you this story, breaking news, uh, I sent you the story that, uh, Kim, uh, that uh, Kanye Kardashian West's fifth divorce lawyer quit. Number five, he has gone through five divorce lawyers who say they don't want to work with Kanye, like, wow, this guy, fuck him. The day after the fifth one quit, Kim Kardashian and Pete, uh, not Holmes, uh, Pete Holmes is actually Davidson. funny. Pete Davidson broke up. Um, Kanye's back in. He doesn't need a divorce lawyer. Now he can make his move. This is it. Maybe all those flowers he dumped on her uh, lawn last February, Valentine's Day worked. Just took some, some doing to get yep. around to it. He's back in. He's like, screw hiring divorce lawyers. This ain't working for me. I'm hiring marriage counselors. That's the move. Yes. How at what point though? I, I don't really have any jokes here. I'm just astounded. Five divorce lawyers. They're set to go on December 14th. More evidence or witnesses or trial to case what evidences evidence and witnesses for a divorce trial that that's being pushed out to December. I mean, this is what happens when fucking multimillionaire people get divorced. I guess it's it's uh, that's insane. Ned said, I heard one of the singles that dropped early off his next album, My Five Divorce Lawyers, and it's fucking great. This guy is back, dude. This guy is back. This album is going to be the shit. Dropping beats. Yep. Yep. I didn't, well, see, the thing is, is he's got enough money. He's clearly hiring like really high dollar divorce lawyers, if I, if I, if I had to guess, right? Yeah. And, but here's, here's, the, here's what you run into with like really high level divorce lawyers are Pretty much anybody, you know, deals with rich people, celebrities, whatever. Um, yeah, they will put up with more crazy shit from you than like a, just a normal run of the mill lawyer who's going to be like, fuck this, man. Like, I, I'm out. 
to a certain point because after like you're paying them more you're paying them a fuck ton of money so they'll put up with a with a bunch of shit but then after a ad, there's a long plateau where after that they're going oh no this is so fucking nutty that this could cause me work in the future from other rich celebrities and shit yeah. because I'm going to be seen as the fucking nut job lawyer going into court with with tinfoil wrapped around my head I'd rather go represent Alex Jones. Frankly, <laughs> I'm going to go do that. Fuck that. Well, isn't that, isn't that what happened? That to guy's Dershowitz? got $45 he million. And, uh, he and uh, Larry David got into it. And then Dershowitz re released a statement saying, all I did was defend OJ and Trump as like, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're a horrible person. You defended OJ and Trump when both were guilty. Like I was just doing what America right. designed it. Or you could have just said, you know what? They deserve a court-appointed lawyer, but I don't need to go take on these cases just because I can. That's why America says you, you have the right to representation and we will provide it. It doesn't mean anyone has to come up and go, you know, OJ clearly killed this woman, but I'm going to cash in on his riches to fight to get him free. And OJ er, and Trump clearly lost the election, but I'm going to defend him. Yeah, that's what happens is now Dershowitz is untouchable in his own community where nobody wants to talk to him. And it's kind of his own dumbass actions that did it. Yeah, I mean, you know, to to be fair to old Dershy, though, it uh, he he probably made enough off of those two cases that he could retire comfortably. Uh, well, yeah, Trump I mean, doesn't pay his bills, so probably not. I don't know All that right. he I don't know that he went to work for Trump actually. I think he just defended him publicly, maybe like in the court of public opinion he spoke out, I think. Wait a minute. He he defended a guy with hundreds of millions of dollars pro bono. That guy's a real <laughs> fucking dirtbag. Is yes, that what Giuliani did, did too? <laughs> I I me I think yeah, I, I well, I think Giuliani was actually getting paid by Trump, right? Like well, he, he was, was he was lawyer. billing him. Who's to say whether or not he got paid? I thought I read oh, one article that said if he wins, he'll get paid. But he he was demanding something like twenty thousand a day at one point, and everybody said, "Yeah, you're not fucking getting twenty thousand a day. Fuck off, melty hair." Dude, it's crazy. He should, he, you know, he should go defend. You know how Michael Keaton at the end of that movie, Dope Sick, opened up a clinic for for people trying to get off drugs and shit yeah, yeah, like yeah. that that he should do that he should defend the capital writers pro bono you know he mm. should he should just be like look we were all brainwashed by the same orange asshole and they were told to do this by the president of the united states maybe not the guy who actually killed the fucking cop like they, they let that guy you know yeah he yeah. should be buried under the jail but like hey samson stop arguing but uh yeah, the, the rest of them who are, are basically guilty of listening to the president of the United States, the, the the man with the highest political office in in the country. Yeah, I I think the president's old lawyer should defend those people pro bono because he that. essentially did what they did only in a fucking suit. Yep. All right, one more story. I'm going to skip one that I sent you just because it's boring. I I'll just I'll touch on it for one second. Headline: Celebs ripped for asking prayers for Anne Hesh. Hey, she got in a car accident, lit herself on fire. Apparently she was drunk. And uh, my, the only reason I send you the story is because I love the headline, Celebrities Ripped. Well, 
Alec Baldwin and Rosanna Arquette are among a number of celebrities who have been slammed for sending thoughts and prayers to Anne Heche after the A-listers high-speed crap. But, but, but then you read the article. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Yep. Baldwin, Baldwin, Baldwin. Patricia Arquette. Story continues. Yes. Police have not charged her. Yes. Uh, she could have killed somebody and gone on. Michelle kind of the, the host. And that's it. So the very first sentence says, Alec Baldwin and Patricia Arquette are among two of the celebrities ripped, and they're the only two celebrities listed in the entire article. This is not news. I click it every time just out of amusement, but I, these fucking reporters, this is, this is what we, God damn it. I, <laughs> I click it to just get angry. People actually click and read that as, as gossip, as news, and it's frustrating. Yeah, it's pretty rough, man. I mean, you know, like, yeah, she's a shithead for crashing into that house. But like, if it was a friend of mine, and, and especially if, if no one actually got hurt other than her, yeah, man, of course you're gonna wish your friend well. They worked with her. What, what the fuck yeah, do you want? I mean, I remember the same thing happened after Ryan Dunn died. Uh, you know, the Jackass crew were like, "Wow, we just lost one of our own. We're incredibly sad." And people, fuck you, he was drunk. Okay, well, yeah, and thank God he didn't hurt anybody else, but. He killed himself. They have a right to be sad when their friend is hurt or, right. in his case, dead. All right, and final story. The, the penalty for drunk driving usually is an execution. I think I think we could call this one time served, a eh, court of public opinion. Yeah. All right, my favorite news story of all time. This is just beautiful, brilliant. I couldn't love it more. Uh, I sent you one story, and then I couldn't open it because I reached my limit of free stories for the LA Times. I don't know if you could open that one. So I found nah, a follow-up story it. somewhere else. The headline is so much better than the story I sent you. Here is the actual headline. Uh, they, they've erased one letter of a word, but I think I, can, I think I can suss out what the quote is. Locals fucking hate you. Leave, Mexicans say. American residents are a plague. Um... All we talk about is how Mexicans are streaming across the border coming to America. Well, guess what? The residents of Mexico City are unhappy about the recent influx of Americans moving to their area. Americans are moving to Mexico to take advantage of the lower prices and the fact they can work from home. So <laughs> wherever you go, nationalists are unhappy. People up here say, oh, you're racist if you don't want Mexicans coming across the border. You hate brown people. Do you think there are ultra liberals in Mexico screaming, you hate white people? How racist because of the people that are angry at Americans crossing the border? It could be, but it is it is a funny sort of irony because I've I've heard mention of this article on, on other um, shows. I, I wasn't actually able to read it, but uh, the, the, the super liberal L.A. Times to where if you said anything bad up here about about Mexicans moving here. It's like, oh, oh, Mexicans are ruining the neighborhood. You're a, the most racist piece of shit ever. It's like, yeah, it's it is a fucked up thing to say. Yeah. But but you flip the you flip the script and it's yeah, that's right. Stop ruining Mexico. Stay <laughs> in your own country, white people, you know? And it's like, what do you you don't see right. the fucking irony in that? Oh. About 1,600,000 Americans currently live in Mexico according to the State Department. Mexican government says it allows Americans to stay for six months if they don't have a visa. They're taking advantage of low prices. And a penthouse that runs for about 2000 a month in an area where the average salary for a Mexican is $450. Well, there you go. 
Uh, it's, yeah, it's, if only they had people, if only they had money coming into the community that could somehow get spent on things. That Now nah, it's push that away. Yeah, let's get rid of it. All right, Jake, good seeing your face. JakeVevra.com, NathanTimmel.com. Listeners, thanks for listening. I'm going to yeah. go celebrate. Oh, real quick, LA Times, is there break. any other problems Mexico's maybe having? Any, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I can't uh, think of a single um, one. Rhymes with schmartels. Maybe uh, schmartels that are a little blank. bit fucking worse for the country than um, a few a few uh, uh, pasty-faced people eating avocado toast. No, drawing a blank. I can't no. think of a single no. goddamn just, thing. Just gentrification. No. Worst thing going on in Mexico right now. Worst thing right. going on in Mexico, gentrification. There's, there's nothing else happening down there. No, no, no uh, crises. All right, my friend. Later. Later.